This week on the RV Podcast, the sad future of in-person RV shows for 2021 and maybe even beyond. Welcome, fellow travelers. It's time for another episode of the RV Podcast. Answering your questions, sharing tips, suggesting great trips and off-the-beaten-path adventures, and always staying on top of the RV lifestyle news you need to know about with great interviews and inside industry information. Here's your hosts, award-winning journalists Mike and Jennifer Wendland. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 338 of the RV podcast. And this is for you if you have any kind of an RV, even if you're dreaming of an RV. You want a towable trailer, a tent, a fifth wheel, a motorhome, whatever it is, we're going to talk about getting out there, enjoying God's amazing creation, meeting interesting people, boondocking, discovering fun places, using the right gear and technology to enhance the RV lifestyle. And we'll hear a great off-the-beaten-path report from our friends, the Burkitts. So, we welcome you, and we're very honored that you chose to put us in your ears this week. Well, this episode being released Easter week. Easter's coming up this weekend of 2021. And here we are still in um, worrying about COVID as rates again show. I think it's their third bounce. My lifelong traveling companion, my bride Jennifer, joins me now. Hello, Michael. Yeah, we um, we're seeing everybody worried about COVID again. This has been over a year, uh, hopefully short lived, but uh, it's it's crazy times we live in. That it is. We know a lot of people who uh, have it. Yeah, have contracted it. Yep, and um, you know a lot of people now the vaccinations are taking effect, and we're not going to get into all that stuff. You got so many places you can go here about that that uh, you don't need to hear about it on the RV lifestyle uh, podcast. But we are down in Florida where we have been for about I think we're going on a month now, and um, it was uh, a couple more months maybe we'll still be on the road. I don't know. We've got lots of places we want to visit. We've got some family coming to uh, spend some time with us, uh, and that will be fun. And uh, we're going to try and actually not have to work every day for a while. That's going to be great. It's going to be fun to see our grandkids and our son and his wife, Amy, and our two grandchildren. The temperature is starting to warm up around the country. Uh, Bad weather throughout the south this past week, uh, terrible storms. And that's just kind of a reminder that uh, with spring always comes uh, a, a bunch of terrible storms. And so our hearts go out to everybody in Alabama and Georgia who have been affected by the latest rounds. And uh, just a, another reminder, one of the things we really urge people to do is, is have a, uh, an emergency weather radio. We've got a couple, and they're crank-ups, so you know, you're not dependent on battery. Uh, and then tune in to the NOAA Weather Service. You know, when you're out boondocking, you kind of forget you're out by yourself. Make sure you know what's coming your way weather-wise because it changes so fast. And when you're at a campground, know where a safe place is. Every campground should have one. If it doesn't, you may want to question whether you want to stay in that campground. But uh, talk to the people who own it, uh, particularly if they're areas that are prone to severe weather, the Midwest, the, the South, uh, they seem to be getting the bulk of the, the spring storms right now. So uh, good advice. Hey, we want to uh, welcome uh, a new sponsor to the podcast this week, EmpireCovers.com. Empire Covers makes um, really high quality covers for your RV that will, re- will protect them from the elements. RV season is just around the corner and uh, you know everybody's used to having an RV on their uh, their unit when they're in storage, when they're not using it in the wintertime. But the change of seasons uh, also brings rain and mud, pollen. Wow, we're seeing so much pollen down here. Oh, Everything my is coated with gold. Yeah, we, we get in our vehicle and uh, the windshield is covered with this yellow dust of pollen. Uh, and that can be very damaging to the surface of uh, any kind of a vehicle. Um, the elements can do a lot of damage to the most important investment you make outside of your home, the most expensive, and that's an RV. But anyway, uh, Empire Covers makes just really great covers. They fit all sorts of different RVs. They come with a, a great warranty to guarantee it remains durable over many years. 
And uh, we have a special offer because they're a new sponsor that they will give you 15% off and free shipping. But I wanted to uh, bring on uh, one of the, our friends from Empire Covers and just uh, get a little conversation going. Uh, Patrick Alicki joins us right now to get a little insight about why a cover is important. Joining us on the phone now from Empire Covers is Patrick Alicki. Hey, Patrick, how are you? Great. How are you? I am terrific, and we're delighted to have you guys as uh, one of the sponsors on the podcast. And, you know, I wanted to just ask a couple of quick questions because uh, we're getting into summertime, and with summertime, you know, people are moving around in their RVs. We're used to putting covers on, uh, and a lot of people need to put a cover on when they put their RV in storage at the end of the season. But how does an RV cover help uh, during the warm months when we actually may be using it every now and then? Yeah, well, when you're not leaving your RV during the warm months, a uh, cover can protect against, you know, different types of weather, rainstorms, um, you know, the sun and UV rays are definitely something that can affect the paint and exterior of your RV. So a cover will protect against that. And um, any animals it can deter from, you know, entering any crevices or whatnot. Now, how hard are these covers to put on? Do you need like two um, people right there? Because, you know, you got to have somebody on one end. It's kind of like putting on a on a bed. It's much easier with two people when you make up a bed. Yeah, put exactly. A yeah, just because RVs are so large, um, definitely a two-person job. But all of our, our RV covers come with instructions to make the process as easy as possible for you. And um, our covers also come with a zippered access panel. So even when your RV is covered, um, there's a zipper where you can open it up and still get inside if there's anything in there that you need, but still want to keep the cover on. So you I, don't need to constantly take it on and off. I think a lot of RVers are unaware of just how much damage uh, UV rays from the sun can uh, can do to the finish of the RV, to the roof of the RV. And uh, that's something to, to certainly be aware of in the summertime. Um, last thing, I know you guys are offering a special discount uh, to our listeners on the podcast, and uh, just give me give us the details on that. Yeah, so listeners of a podcast can use code RV Lifestyle to get fifteen percent off their order, fifteen percent, as well as free shipping. All right, free shipping—that's a big deal. And uh, you're uh, uh, you have a factory in Kentucky. Uh, these yes, are, we have a. Uh, yep, we have a factory in Kentucky where we produce um, a good amount of our covers, uh, and then the rest of our covers are imported. All right. Well, Empire Covers, new sponsor in the podcast. Think about getting one. It's uh, The RV is the most expensive investment people make, and uh, having a cover is a great way to protect that uh, investment. Patrick Galecki from Empire Covers, thank you so much for being on uh, uh, a little quick appearance here to introduce you guys to our audience. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All right, the company is EmpireCovers.com, EmpireCovers.com. And uh, like Patrick said, they'll give you 15% off your entire order and they'll give you free shipping, which is a big deal. So go to them, EmpireCovers.com and use, uh, if you want to go right to the special offer with us where you get the discount, just go to EmpireCovers.com slash RV Lifestyle. And uh, EmpireCovers.com slash RV Lifestyle Put it all in caps, and you'll uh, you'll be there. You'll hear more about Empire Covers over the the coming weeks as they join our uh, our great sponsors here on the RV podcast. So this is episode three hundred and thirty eight, uh, and we uh, want to always remind you that you can subscribe to the RV podcast on your favorite app. We're on all of the major apps from Google and Android to the iPhone to. Uh, Stitcher and all of the uh, every app will find this just search for RV podcast and that's the best way if you subscribe because then whenever a new one shows up it'll come up in your app at the top and you can also listen to us through our RV.com RV website which is uh, RVlifestyle.com uh, you can find the, the podcast there can you believe that we have done 338 of these no people are always asking us do you do them from the road and yes we do we have a little portable, and that's what we're talking to you on right now because we're down on the road technically in Florida, uh, and we use a little uh, portable uh, studio with us. We do everything pretty much on the road, all of our videos, and uh, we have done 338 weekly episodes back-to-back, -back, and that is, I think we've taken one Christmas week off maybe, and might have been one other time throughout yeah. the years, but uh, right. 
but uh, it's it's a big deadline. It is, and it keeps you out of trouble. And it's so much fun. Uh, you know, we uh, have links to all the past ones. You can hear at rvlifestyle.com. All right, before we get into the news of the week, let me tell you that uh, this uh, initial part of the podcast is brought to you by Camping World. Uh, Camping World's America's number one RV dealer. Summer is approaching, and Camping World is everything our viewers need to get on the road and explore. Hundreds of locations throughout the country that make it easy for travelers to get RV essentials and extras like, uh, well, the things we just bought at our last visit to Camping World. Camping chairs, uh, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. They sell fire pits. Uh, we got a ground cover that we really are happy with. Lots more. As we travel, we love visiting Camping World stores uh, on our route. They're like an oasis out there for RVers. Not only do they have a great selection of RV products and accessories, but they can also help you out if you have a, a problem on the road. They have top-notch service centers across the U.S. to make sure your RV is in the best shape. Uh, you can get everything you need for your RV travels, Camping World, and they will offer our audience a special discount, 10% off your purchase of $99 or more from CampingWorld.com. Just go to CampingWorld.com. Use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 at checkout. That's RVLIFESTYLE10 for 10% off your purchase at CampingWorld.com. News. Mike's got news. RV news. Travel news. Inside information and trends that shape the RV lifestyle. Here's the RV news of the week. RVs are selling so fast that the inventory on dealers' lots around the country is so low that many dealers are now contacting former customers to see if they want to sell their used RVs. New RVs often are gone the day they arrive, and many RV makers say the wait time to get a new one made at the factory can take a year or longer. This past week, Winnebago held a conference call with investors and uh, conceded that the field inventory is as much as 60% lower now than it was last year. In fact, said Winnebago, it will take the entire 2022 fiscal year, barring any more economic or health crises, to disrupt production, to get their inventories replenished to what would be considered normal levels. We will talk more about this in relation to RV shows in the interview of the week coming up in a bit. This really is a, it really is a problem. Uh, every dealer around, uh, we, the Fort Myers show down here in Florida, which was supposed to be, I think, this weekend, it was canceled because the dealers in the area just didn't have inventory. So it's a, it's a problem. The supply chain everywhere. And did you see the story about that? big ship in the Suez Canal that's blocking the canal. Yeah, that's going to mess things up even more. What are the chances of that happening? I don't know. And all these ships bringing in all sorts of stuff now have to go all the way around Africa. Uh, Many of them are just giving up waiting because it's going to take so long. And that's going to cause all sorts of issues. So it's crazy. Um, This whole RV boom, man, it's showing up in different areas too. America's who took to the uh, to the great outdoors during the early pandemic days are still out there. And now experts are forecasting their newfound love of nature activities, including camping, hiking, water sports, is here to stay. And it's not just RVs that are booming. Just about anything related to the outdoors has been seeing huge increases in sales and participation. L.L. Uh, L. Bean, for example, the outfitting company, uh, recently reported a 5% increase in net revenue. Uh, annual sales now hitting $1.5 billion. Uh, sales of its winter sports gear shot up 49%. Uh, water sports equipment, including canoes, kayaks, paddleboards, that went up 83%. Uh, new data from the Outdoor Industry Association says they just saw the biggest jump in outdoor participation in 10 years of tracking, camping participation grew 28% with 7.9 million new campers. Hiking rose 16.3%, which amounts to about 8.1 million more people hitting the trails. Uh, freshwater fishing increased 8.6%, adding 3.4 million new participants. 
So I guess the one good thing about this pandemic is that people are getting in touch with nature again, and that's making everybody healthier physically and mentally, right? Right. There's a new buzzword people are using for all this. Ready? It's vaccination, a combination of vaccination and vacation. Vaccation? Yeah. All right. That's what the recreation industry is calling it, a growing wave of relaxed restrictions along with an increasing number of vaccinated Americans, is leading to a surge in vaccinations and other trips. After a year of pandemic-induced lockdowns, mothballed restaurants, hotels and attractions, canceled cruise seasons, and record-low airline passenger traffic are making way for a brisk uptake in travel plans, with around half of Americans set to take a trip in the next three months. That's according to an analysis from the U.S. Travel Association. There's a real penned-up desire to travel, and camping is at the top of the list. All this reminds us to remind you to reserve early this year because a lot of newcomers will be competing for the same camping spots with you. And also, do your best to try midweek camping when the uh, it's not quite so... The demand for uh, camping isn't quite so strong and you stand a better chance to get a spot. This part of the podcast brought to you by Rad Power Bikes. That's another great way to enjoy the outdoor. Rad Power Bikes are America's number one e-bike brand, offering direct-to-consumer pricing on powerful premium electric bikes, free shipping, special discount to listeners of the RV podcast. Rad Power Bikes, we each have one. I have the city bike model. Jennifer has the city bike step-through model. The difference is mine's kind of like a upright beach cruiser. Hers is too, but mine has that traditional center bar that you got to swing your leg over. Uh, the step-through model, which is really popular among all their different uh, different styles, uh, you just step through. There's nothing that you have to swing your leg over. Uh, all their different models, fat, tyke ver- fat tire versions, mountain bikes, uh, cargo bikes, folding bikes. If you don't have a lot of space, folding bikes. All of them can reach 20 miles per hour with zero pedaling. You can go between 20 and 40. 40 miles on a single charge. They charge fast. They're lithium batteries. They just do a great job. Um, priced at often less than half the cost of comparable bikes on the market because the dealer retail markup chain is cut out. Rad Power Bikes deals directly with the consumer. And if you mention RV Lifestyle at checkout, they will take an additional $75 off. Plus, you get free shipping on all their bike models. Use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE for an additional $75 off. Uh, Visit them at RadPowerBikes.com. Questions? You've got them. Mike and his network of RV reporters have the answers. Here's one of our questions of the week. All right. uh, This isn't so much a question as it is a comment and kind of an important warning that we want to get out. Uh, This comes from a post made actually uh, just last week on our RV Lifestyle Facebook group that we really need to pass along. It comes from one of our members named Daylane, and he posted, Hey, y'all, had a scare today that we never knew existed. My wife sprayed our camper heavily with air freshener Friday night and put a plug in the outlet, you know, one of those... Um, you've got one of those little yeah. plugins. They have like a yeah, little liquid I'm kind in them. Of worried about them now. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's explain why. Because Daylane says um, we found our Schnauzer asleep and lethargic this Saturday afternoon. She was almost not responsive. Took her outside, got her into the fresh air, and finally she started moving. Took her for several walks, and she's finally starting to come out of it. So I looked up air fresheners on the internet, and I found out that they are poisonous to pets and can actually kill them. So if y'all are using spray air fresheners or plug-ins in your camper and have pets, you will want to be careful. I thought there for a while that I was going to lose my dog. Just a heads up to prevent someone else from having the same experience. We looked into this after reading Dalen's post, and he's right on. Some forms of air fresheners can be quite toxic, especially to animals and children who might ingest the substances or not have the wherewithal to avoid parts of the area where they've been used, especially in the relatively confined space of an RV. 
One of the main offenders is the ingredient list for most air condition air fresheners is um, they're they're called volatile organic compounds or VOC, and VOCs are organic chemicals that have a high vapor pressure uh, when they warm up at room temperature. So it causes these compounds to easily turn into gases or vapors from a solid or a liquid form. And this transfer, uh, transformation is called volatility. Um, in layman's terms, volatility is just how air fresheners are meant to behave. They dissipate into the air and then as they do that, they change the scent of the air, make it smell different. Unfortunately, this is the same volatility that occurs in paints and varnishes, um, fossil fuels, benzene, formaldehyde, refrigerants, uh, aerosol propellants, cigarette smoke, dry cleaning. Um, you wouldn't open a can of paint in your living room to improve the quality of the air but that's not too far removed from what happens when you break out an air freshener. These substances can cause a laundry list of maladies, according to the Environmental Protection Agency. The health effects of VOCs may include eye, nose, and throat irritation, headaches, loss of co uh, coordination, drowsiness, and nausea, damage to liver, kidneys, and central nervous system, some VOCs can cause cancer in animals. Some are suspected or known to cause cancer in humans. So uh, check it out yourself. You can just uh, Google air freshener problems and pets. But as uh, Jennifer says, that's, they also have been linked to problems with humans as well. Uh, we thank Daylane for posting that in our RV Lifestyle Facebook group. If you're not a member of that Facebook group, um, man, you should be almost 50,000 members. And if you have a question, a comment, or concern, it's like instant dissemination. And, you know, if in the middle of the night, if you something's not working, type it up. Somebody on our group is up that night. Somebody will be able to answer that. Our questions and your comments, they get almost immediate response. You just have to look it up. It's the RV Lifestyle Group on Facebook. Or if you can remember this link, we made a, a little pointer right to it. Just go to rvlifestyle.com slash Facebook. rvlifestyle.com slash Facebook. And you'll find this. Hey, fellow travelers. Want to have your voice featured on the RV podcast? Send us your questions or comments. Send an audio file to Mike at rvlifestyle.com. Or better yet, use our RV podcast voicemail number. 586-372-6990. 586-372-6990. We want to hear from you. Call 586-372-6990. And this part of the RV Podcast brought to you by Battleborn Batteries, makers of quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that can be installed in just about any RV, no matter what kind of RV you have. If you don't have lithium yet, uh, man, what are you waiting for? Lithium batteries last longer. They charge fuller. They let you get out there, stay out there longer. And uh, Battleborns, we can't speak highly enough of them. We had them in our last RV. And we bought a, when we bought a new one last summer, that was the first thing we put in is two 100-amp-hour uh, Battleborn batteries. They uh, are what really keep us so excited about boondocking and being able to live off the grid uh, with our own energy that we bring. We don't have to plug into electricity they just do an incredible job. And Battleborn, these guys specialize in RV batteries. And they can probably come up with a solution that will just replace whatever batteries you have. They'll drop in new Battleborns instead. They can help you with uh, whatever cabling you might need, your inverter, charger, solar controller. Uh, we have had Battleborns now for several years and just um, can't tell you enough about it. It just does such a great job for keeping us out there boondocking. So check it out yourself. Just go to their website. Tell them you heard about them uh, for, on the RV podcast. And uh, their website, uh, we made a perfect link for you. Just go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Time now for the RV podcast interview of the week. Interesting, entertaining, and helpful information about the RV lifestyle. Here's Mike with this week's interview. So if you were disappointed that RV shows around the country were mostly canceled last year, I have bad news for you. There will be many 
that simply will never happen again. Many of those that were canceled aren't, aren't coming back. Leading RV industry expert is going to be our guest on uh, our interview of the week segment. He says that in-person RV shows may be a thing of the past for many parts in the country. Uh, with RV sales booming like never before, RV dealers have discovered that, frankly, they can sell more units more efficiently uh, in their own showrooms. And it's, it's no secret that dealers have long complained about how much work an RV show it is. They have to bring in all this extra staff. They have to transport all those RVs, get them into position. It takes a long time to set up. Then they got to take them back home again. They got to have extra people managing their show, extra people manning their, their dealership. So many feel that um, they, just, they don't like these shows. Uh, it's too much work. And with so many people coming into the dealerships and buying almost sight unseen, uh, there's not a lot of tire kicking going on. They're buying these things. So uh, many of the RV shows canceled from 2020 because of COVID. The dealerships did not really suffer from that at all. People were in the dealerships buying. And so with the demand even stronger in 2021, uh, our guest on the interview of the week is Bob Zagami who is the executive director of the New England RV Dealers Association. And Bob says that in-person events at fairgrounds and convention centers in many parts of the country may largely be a thing of the past, except for, he says, you know, the mega shows like the one at Hershey, Pennsylvania in, in September and Tampa every January. Instead, look, says Zagami, for what he's about to do, doing more online RV shows. And Zagami is actually organizing one for April 10th and 11th of, of 2021, coming up in just a couple of weeks here. Uh, Jennifer and I will be a part of that show. It is an uh, online-only show, and, and it's, it's not replacing, but it is in place of, how's that, of the annual in-person Boston RV show, which was canceled this year. And this trend going online for an RV show is one he suggests has already taken root in many places. Uh, Bob Zagami is our interview of the week. And uh, you can hear his interview in its entirety right here. Uh, you can go to rvlifestyle.com and you can actually uh, listen to or check out a transcript of it with some links and all the rest of that information. But uh, let's uh, get uh, Bob on the show now and learn about the sad future many RV shows. Well, joining us right now to talk about this online RV show is our friend Bob Zagami from uh, Nervda, the New England uh, RV Dealers Association. Hey, Bob, how are you? Hey, Mike. Great. Great. Thank you. Very good to be back with you again. I'm really curious of how an online RV show will work. Tell us about it. This is April 10th and 11th, right? April, April 10th and 11th. Sunday, April 10th, Sunday, April 11th. And, so uh, how is it going to work? Well, if, if we take a step back, we, we did manage to get the 2020 Boston show in, and then COVID hit. So as we come to 2021, we had it scheduled for January, rescheduled it for April, then realized we were not going to be able to do it. And quite honestly, the show is a big revenue producer for Nervda. So we don't have a lot of, you know, cash in the bank and uh, a lot of other options for us. So we said, we got we to gotta do something. And some said, well, why don't you just assess the dealers an extra money this year and cover your budget? But I wanted to do something that, that had some value to it. Because what if we get to 2022 and they don't have shows or COVID gets impacted? Because a lot of the dealers, quite honestly, do not miss the shows. The consumers miss them because they want to touch them and feel them and talk to people and see all the different units. But there's there's some shows that are not going to survive uh, the pandemic. And so we came up with a unique platform uh, through an event manager here in Boston who you would you may even met him somewhere in your career, but he goes all the way back to Comdex. He used to work on Comdex. Comdex, Las Vegas. Yeah. 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 And yeah, uh, he worked yeah. for Sheldon Adelson and, uh, I worked with him here on uh, document imaging shows and, and RV shows, and he has a program called Hopin that comes in out of the UK, H-O-P-I-N. And he studied all these programs, and 
several things were missing, but the primary thing missing from most of the virtual programs was the interactivity, the connection with the customer. They could watch a presentation, but they couldn't communicate very effectively. And then they also lost the networking, you know, walking down the hall and seeing an old friend catching up or going to the bar and having a drink with your competitor that you haven't seen for a year, those types of things. So this platform does that. And we were very careful from the beginning to make note that this does not replace the Boston RV show. It doesn't replace any RV show. RV shows you touch, you feel, and you spend a lot of time looking at units. This is more educational and information, but we have RV dealers and we have campgrounds as exhibitors, but we put a lot of emphasis on the presentations and gearing it towards the many first-time buyers that we all saw come into the marketplace last year and the many that will come into the marketplace this year. But this is a good mix for them and, and for veterans. So we focus on the 18 main stage presentations and the workshops that all of our exhibitors can do. Now, can people shop for an RV at this virtual online RV show? It's a great question, Mike. You know, it's, it's the first thing the dealers would ask, well, how am I going to sell my units? Well, you don't have a floor, you don't have a closing booth, but you can sell because the way their displays can be configured is to have show specials, is to have floor plans, is to have video walkthroughs, and a link out to the dealership so they can pass it off to the dealership. And while they're in their display, there's a camera feature. So they can have a live open chat, just like you and I are doing now. I could be here talking to somebody at the dealership and getting information. And some of these dealers will sell, but we never promoted that as a reason for them to be in the expo. If they sell, it's going to be due to their creativity. Some dealers, quite honestly, are having an unattended display. It'll have some videos. It'll have some information about the dealership, but nobody's going to monitor it. Others so, are going full bore. Go ahead, Mike. Why would a consumer then uh, want to attend an online RV show uh, if they can't buy? Well, they they can buy, but it'll be a creative buy. It's, it's not like they're going to be able to go from one to the other. And we only have probably will have two-thirds of our dealers in the show. And, and a lot of them are doing it to support NERVDA because they like what NERVDA has done. I've been the executive director now for eight years. So they, they do have a loyalty to the association and to the customers. So they want to make sure that things are available for them. And again, even if it's floor plans or custom videos, they can still talk to the dealer through the chat function or through the networking functions and the same goes true for the campgrounds. They can see and visit with the campgrounds and do a lot of the pre-qualification. And we expect that a lot of our dealers will have open houses the week after the expo. As we get into April, that's always we always categorize April as April's RV month in New England. So we push a lot of uh, activities out to the consumers during that month, and a lot of our dealers will be having open houses. Now, you mentioned educational. Uh, how so? How would a consumer benefit from this? Well, there'd, there'd be workshops from the dealers that might talk to them about uh, the buying process. Uh, there'll be, they may do spring openings, what to do on maintenance. There may be the difference in different types of RVs to pre-qualify them and learn. I'll be doing my introduction to RVs and the RV lifestyle presentation. And then we'll have people like, uh, you're, you know, we'll have you on there. Uh, so you're talking to them about boondocking. You're talking to them about the travel guides that you have. So they'll be able to learn other resources that are available to them. We'll have uh, Mark and Julie Bennett, RV Love. They'll be talking about what it was like to full-time and things that they wish they knew about beforehand. Mark Polk will do some educational video uh, on training and courses, streamlined courses. So I th we think that a lot of the material that we have is going to be new to those first-time buyers who are now coming into the market. You know, that is what we are hearing over and over again with so many first-time uh, folks coming in. There's no onboard track for most of them anymore. And uh, uh, this is uh, this is a big big thing that I think that you're, you're, you're going to attempt to do there. One of the things I've noticed as we've traveled about the country and as we've talked to others in the industry is 
a lack of inventory. I noticed, for example, just this uh, past week, the Fort Myers, Florida RV show was canceled because they don't have any inventory. (laughs) The dealers don't. What are you finding up there in New England in terms of this unprecedented demand for RVs, the lack of uh, used RVs coming on the marketplace, and the delay in getting new RVs from the factory? Well, and, and you're right, and, and that is an issue. And, and in fact, when we were still scheduled for the live show in April, I had several of my dealers lobbying me to not have the show. And, and their argument was, we don't need it. We don't have any inventory. Sales are hot at the lot, so we don't want to take our, our people away from the lot. And those are all valid reasons, and that's why I mentioned before there's going to be a lot of discussion between now and next January on consumer RV shows. And, you know, testimony to that is if you look at, we broke a record last year with 502,000 new RVs sold. That was a new record. That was a new record after the year of the pandemic and without shows. So, so what value did the shows have? They're expensive. Now I think what we're going to see is a transition in the marketplace about shows, as, as you know, we're getting to a point now where we have, I would say, five mega dealers. If we look at Camping World, if we look at Campers Inn, we look at Lazy Days, RV retailers, General RV, those five retailers in the next three years could own as much as 50% of the dealerships in the country. That's going to leave a lot of small and medium-sized dealers which is good. There will always be a place for a small to medium-sized dealer that's a family business that gives good service, that has multi-generations of customers that keep coming back to them. Those dealers are still going to want to have a show because that's going to help them promote their business and get more exposure. People like Camping World or Campers Inn, do they really need consumer shows? And I've had this conversation with Jeff Hirsch, the CEO of Campers Inn. I've had it with the Camping World guys. You know, there's a possibility that we may never see those large dealers in consumer shows again, minus, say, Tampa, Hershey. And if they there's a group trying to revive the California show, if they revive the California show, we may come down to a point where we have these three mega shows to meet the market demands in the country. And interesting enough, I did some numbers. Those three shows together would equate just about to the uh, number of attendees that they get at Caravan Salon in Dusseldorf, the world's largest RV show in Germany. Yeah, yeah, in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, now uh, we just uh, we were part of the presentation uh, for Camping World. They just did a virtual, the world's largest uh, RV yeah. show, right. which they did for over a month in different parts of the country. And um, and I think they were very pleased with the results. They actually sold units uh, through the online. Uh, are you noticing, particularly with all these new RVers that are coming into the marketplace, that they're not as dependent on the touch and feel of a physical show as they are on uh, getting the education they need for them to make the decision rather than to see it? Are you seeing a difference in consumers these days? That, that was the driving force in our decision to try to create this. And, and I'm not going to kid you, Mike. We we're going from the ground up. We're inventing something that we've never done before in an event that hasn't really been held before uh, because I've taken it out of the realm of a consumer RV show per se. And and that's why we say to people, this is not that, but yes, I see that. And, and that's, and people say, well, why do you, why do you do it all online? Well, guess where our customers are. Guess where our new buyers are. You you know, you know, look at the social media, look at how they interact, look at the YouTube they expect to find their information online. And the, as much as we can complement that, we have to meet them online. And I think that's where Camping World did a tremendous service, and it was highly successful for them. And that's why I don't think you'll see them uh, in a lot of the shows. They have proven that they can do it from beginning to end online. And they've got a stated position publicly in their public documents. I'm not saying anything out of school but Marcus wants physical locations in all 48 United States. And the reason he wants that is he wants to have the ability to sell online to anybody, anywhere. 
So they can go online and look at his 173 dealerships, look at the inventory that they have, and he'll deliver it to the backyard. When when do you want it and where do you want it? That's totally electronic. It's contactless. The, the future of RV shows, uh, and you are uh, helping to pioneer that, uh, coming up uh, April 10th and 11th, and uh, Jennifer and I are very happy to be a part of that. We're going to talk about uh, some of the must-have items that first-time buyers should think about. Uh, not all big things, but there's always some little things, and we're going to kind of help them with that process as well. Yep. And uh, thank you for uh, inviting us to be a part of that with uh, some of the others, uh, uh, other influencers who are out there. And Bob, um, I can't wait. We are all geeked up on this. And let's see how this all goes. You have always been ahead of the curve, uh, the, uh, the nerve the dealers there in New England. And I think you are in this one, too. Mike, I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to visit with you. All right. That's Bob Zagami from the New England RV Dealers. If you want to... Um, Look at that uh, expo that they're going to do online. It's uh, it's a simple uh, email to it's a simple uh, URL to get. It's just New England RV and Camping Expo dot com, all one word. New England RV and Camping Expo dot com. I have a direct link into it uh, at the, on the show notes and the the story on our RV Lifestyle Travel Blog about this topic, and you can just go to uh, rvlifestyle.com dot com as well, and you can find it. Uh, right there in the podcast uh, show notes for this. But the show is April 10th and 11th, the New England RV and Camping Expo.com. That's the website. Uh, Jennifer and I will be doing a presentation there, and we invite you to come and check it out. The interview of the week on the RV podcast brought to you by Peace of Mind for RVs.com. That's an emergency transportation coverage solution that pays 100% of all ambulance charges by ground, by air anywhere. Look, emergencies can be scary. Uh, emergencies away from home can be even scarier, and they can leave you in financial ruin. Uh, when it comes to ambulances, by far, uh, this is one of the most disputed claims for insurance that there is out there. Um, by ground or air, an ambulance payment is not up to you. If your insurance company deems one medically necessary, you're great, but they may not. Uh, in fact, it isn't even up to the EMT who's live on the scene and says, I need an ambulance for you, and they take you into the hospital or they air evacuate out. It's only up to the insurance company whether that's covered. And listen to this. One out of seven ground ambulances are denied. Air ambulances, even worse, because of deregulation, uh, they're classified as common carriers. Did you know that? That air ambulances? And, and not a medical expense. So that makes them one of the most denied claims by insurance companies. Now, the good news is you can go to peaceofmindforrvs.com, peaceofmindforrvs.com, all one word, and make sure that if you need an air ambulance, you don't get stuck with that $50,000 plus average bill. Peace of mind for RVs.com provides emergency transportation coverage. That includes 100% repays 100% of all your ground ambulances, your air ambulances, a slew of other additional benefits like return home services, recuperate close to home video, tra visitor transportation, uh, vehicle return, You'll also have the ultimate peace of mind with this coverage because if you're, you're covered anywhere, in your permanent home, on the road with or without your RV, if you attend camp, you're covered. And worldwide, Jennifer and I are members. That's how important we felt it was to join this for peaceofmindforrvs.com. Check it out, peaceofmindforrvs.com. Time now for Off the Beaten Path. A unique RV podcast travel suggestion you probably won't find in a guidebook. Here's Mike. All right, we are heading to rural Georgia for another Off the Beaten Path report from our regular Off the Beaten Path correspondents, Patty and Tom Burkett. Hi, Mike and Jennifer. One of the more unusual city parks you'll find is in Folkestone, Georgia. There's a shelter, a bunch of picnic tables, a barbecue grill, 
clean public restrooms, and interpretive signage. What's unusual about it is that it sits right along a very busy set of railroad tracks, and the shelter is elevated like a train platform, and the signage is all about trains, and sitting in their cars for half a block north and south from the picnic area, binoculars at the ready and clipboards in hand, are train spotters. On the morning we stopped, one couple told us they come here once a year from Nashville just to spend the day watching the trains. Another said they come down every morning to have their breakfast while the cars roll by. Some RVers are birders, like I am, interested in seeing something beautiful, spectacular, or unusual. Some are willing to go out of the way and put themselves at some discomfort to sight something new. Some are into photography, others into life lists. As it is with birding, there are many varieties of rail fans. Some collect journeys, some are into particular types of locomotives, some are photographers, and some are train spotters. Though they identify themselves in a variety of ways, train spotters basically learn how to identify the distinctive characteristics of trains, cars, and engines. For train spotters, Folkestone is a destination. The two sets of tracks running alongside the block-long park are called the Folkestone Funnel. Call to mind the number of people who live in Florida. Then think of all the things produced in the Sunshine State that we in the rest of the USA enjoy. Then think about the map. Most of the railway traffic that goes in and out of Florida passes through here on any given day. As many as 60 trains in a 24-hour period. One of the folks we chatted with said she'd counted as many as 11 in an hour. When you think about how long a train is and how long it takes to pass, they must have been pretty close together. Three Amtrak trains pass through Folkestone going north and south. One is the auto train, bringing Grandma's sport ute from her house up in Virginia to her winter digs outside Orlando. Do you remember Bill Murray as Nick the lounge singer on the auto train? He's still there just down from the dining car. Besides the passenger trains, one of the big highlights of a day at the Folkestone Funnel is the passing of the Tropicana Juice Train. Multiple cars with the Tropicana logo loaded with a new day's supply of everyone's favorite breakfast beverage. The town population doubles twice a year for rail watch and annual visitation is about a quarter million enthusiasts. Look around, you'll see several train-themed businesses Within a block or two, we noticed a cafe, a bed and breakfast, a curio store, and a toy shop. Folkestone is by no means the only place for good train watching. There's a viewing platform in Plant City, Florida, where you can get freshly grown strawberries starting just after Christmas. Shippensburg, Pennsylvania has a viewing platform, as does Bellevue, Ohio. At the Longbridge Park in Arlington, Virginia, you can see more than 50 passenger trains pass between 5 and 8 p.m. Altoona has the famous Horseshoe Curve, and Bel Air, Ohio has the turn from the movie Unstoppable. The more you know, the more opportunities you have. We once had a great conversation with the owner of the Durango to Silverton Railway, standing on the top floor viewing platform of the Flour Milling Museum in Minneapolis, because we recognized his lapel pin. If train spotting intrigues you, try out John Armstrong's book called Railroad, or look at a few issues of Trains Magazine. Don't blame us if it's a gateway to a fascination with the continent's most elegant rail cars, iconic steam engines, or wild and harrowing narrow-gauge mountain journeys. Like so many things, it takes a little bit of work to see past the annoying wait at the crossing. But there are always new worlds waiting for you out here off the beaten track. <laughs> off the beaten track. Fatty and Tom Burkett with another great off the beaten path report. And this one from uh, Folkestone, Georgia. I never heard of train spotting, and I guess it makes a great deal of sense. Everybody likes railroads and railway cars. Uh, hey, if you like the Burkitts, you can read them every week. They appear on the RV Lifestyle Travel blog. You can go back and read and watch all of their reports. Many of them have photos with them, and they're all out there uh, at rvlifestyle.com. When you are off the beaten path, where do you stand? Now, I, we've been talking all, all uh, last couple of months now how crowded all of our campgrounds are, and a lot of people are in for some disappointments, but those who are in the know know where they're going to stay, and that's usually at a Harvest Host. Harvest Host is a membership service for RVers, 
Uh, there are more than 2,000 Harvest Host locations now across North America that provide unique camping uh, at over 2,000 wineries, breweries, distilleries, farms, museums, other unique locations. There's even golf cor- courses where you can stay. Now, Harvest Host uh, is just a, an amazing thing. It costs you 99 bucks a year starting in April to, uh, to be a member. But you'll pay that back with just one or two stays because it doesn't cost you anything to stay at a Harvest Host location. Uh, you're expected to patronize that business a little bit, but uh, uh, it's just the best bargain we found. We have never not been able to find a Harvest Host place. They're all across the country. When you join, you get access to their map. You can pull up that map. You can scout out the Harvest Host locations in the area you want to be. You can actually make contact with them. You can see photographs of what it's like. What are you waiting for? Um, we can even make it sweeter for you because we can give you 15% off the cost of membership if you use our special link. Just go to rvlifestyle.com slash HH. That's rvlifestyle.com slash HH and you'll save 15% off the cost of a membership. What's happening? Time now to check the RV calendar of events and gatherings you need to know about. Okay, as I say, a lot of RV shows, they're not going to be happening, but there are a couple of them. Uh, The first one, of course, is the one we talked about, the New England RV and Camper Expo. Uh, That's all online. That will be April 10th and 11th. You heard our interview of the week a moment ago with Bob Zagami on that, but you can find out about that at NewEnglandRVAndCamperExpo.com. Uh, two in-person shows that we know about, one April 16th through the 18th at the Heart of Texas RV Show. That's what it's called, the Heart of Texas RV Show, Bell County Expo Center in Belton, Texas. And then there's April 29th through May 2nd, and that is the Spring Hall of Fame RV Show at the beautiful RV Motorhome Hall of Fame in Elkhart, Indiana. And that wraps up another episode of the RV Podcast with Mike and Jennifer Wendland. New episodes are released every Wednesday, and the best way to stay connected is to subscribe to the RV Podcast. We're in all the popular podcast apps, and you can also listen on the RVLifestyle.com travel blog. Till next time, happy trails, fellow travelers. We'll be looking for you down the road. All right, thank you all for listening to this uh, RV podcast today. We have been so delighted that uh, you were uh, all aboard and listening to, I love, I'm all into the train mode still from the Burkitts. All aboard the RV podcast. Anyway, it's all over for now. We'll be back next Wednesday with another edition. Please don't forget new content every day at rvlifestyle.com. New content on the blog, rvlifestyle.com. On behalf of Jennifer, my wife, my lifelong traveling companion, and our dog, Bo, we say, till next week, happy trails.